You're listening to The Served Up Show, a podcast that features inspiring beverage professionals and topic experts that share their passions through meaningful content. Your hostesses, Bridget Albert, is best known as the Market Fresh Mixologist, an industry mentor with over 25 years of experience. And I'm Julie Milroy, best known for my passion for leading change and helping others grow in their careers. Grab a cocktail and sit back. Let's learn how we can make a positive impact in our industry. Hey, y'all, it's Bridget here. I had the honor of chatting with the executive director for Habitat for Humanity of Will County, Illinois, Miss Nicole Murray. Nicole shares with us the history of Habitat and all the great work that she and her community have done over the years. She also talks about how Habitat builds strength, stability, and self-reliance through shelter. So sit back and relax, grab yourself your favorite cocktail, and enjoy this very special show. Nicole, welcome to Served Up. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here as well. You know, you are definitely one of my most interesting friends, and I'm so excited for the listeners to learn more about you and your story and your good work that you do with Habitat for Humanity. But before we dive in, you know, right there, can you maybe tell our listeners, you know, where you are um, tuning in from? Yes, I'm in uh, Will County, Illinois, um, in, and I'm actually in Joliet, Illinois, uh, where I live, and that's where our uh, affiliate is for Habitat for Humanity. Amazing. And then can you tell our listeners really a bit about your background, what brought you to Joliet and your work with Habitat? Yeah, well, um, about 20 years ago, my husband had the great idea to move from West Palm Beach, Florida to Illinois. And you're probably all like, oh, that's a little crazy. Uh, but uh, the reason he did that is he wanted to uh, be with his family. Um, we had just had our son and his family was here. He's one of five and um, family was very important to him. Uh, but I had le- I was leaving iHeartRadio um, at the time. It was called Clear Channel. And I was the marketing director there. And I thought it was the craziest thing to think that I was going to go to Illinois. But it was just one of those things where I put it up to God and said, give me um, give, show me the path. Give me a sign what I should be doing. And I can't begin to tell you that the signs were glaring that I was to move on from um, being the marketing director and going on to being a mom. And it's interesting because when you think about like the signs, I kept asking, why am I supposed to be here? Why am I supposed to be here? And today I've been with Habitat. um, It's now December 15th will be seven years. And there is a part of me that believes that I was meant to be here for some reason. And that happened 20 some years ago. And it was one of those things where we had a board member who um, asked me, uh, would you just kind of like play with us? And I go, what do you mean play with us? She's like, would you just help us with some fundraising? And then she said, would you be interested in being the executive director? And at the time we were building a home and I said, no, I go, it's just not, it's not right for me now. 
Well, about um, a year later, she came to me again and she said, um, Nicole, would you reconsider um, maybe being the executive director? She said we had an executive director that lasted 90 days and she wrote a book about all the issues with the affiliate. I go, she wrote a book. That was what she did for 90 days. I go, you don't need someone to tell you what your problems are. You need somebody to provide you solutions. So from that, I said, let me look into it. And like I said, that was seven years ago. And today um, I've been here and we were building one home. We were even determining, was this what meant, was this a right fit for our affiliate to stay open? Um, And today we're building 13. So, I mean, that is what is, was, is most exciting about and, and kind of how I got here was just, um, I was saying to you earlier, um, the power of connection, right? I mean, I really believe that Habitat plays a big part in the power of connection. And that was just a board member talking to me, knowing that I had some sort of a background um, in mine was in marketing. I had no idea what I was getting into. Oh, Bridget, this job, I have to tell you, I thought, oh, we're just going to fundraise, right? And we're going to build houses. Well, this job is so much more than that. It is there's it's such a juggling act. It goes from you are a construction company. You are a social services. You are a retail operator. You're a fundraiser. Um, you're a storyteller. I mean, you're a realtor. We're a mortgage company. We're a bank. I mean, just it goes on and on. And, and what in t- is entailed to run a Habitat affiliate is just like, wow. So that's kind of how it got started, you know, from, from my standpoint, but um, I can tell you from the um, Habitat International, what it's all about. It's um, a global organization and um, Millard Fuller and Linda Fuller had actually started the affiliate. And this is kind of a cool story. Um, They were having some issues. Millard Fuller became a self-made millionaire at 29 when he was in college he um, started selling birthday cakes. And then from there, he went into uh, doing direct marketing and then he became a lawyer. And as I said, he was a self-made millionaire and um, him and his wife were having some issues and they decided to um, pretty much sell all or give up all of their possessions and start their life over to um help bring back their marriage. And one of the areas that they ended up in was America's Georgia, where they they met Clarence Jordan, who um, was doing partnership housing. And what that is, is that's the community coming together through volunteer work and through, um, uh, so time, talent, and treasure, right? Coming with the resources, coming with um, the, the ability to, no, uh, no experience necessary, come out and build uh, the homes. And um, he took this model to Zaire, Africa, where they did that for three years. And then he decided, wait a minute, this should actually be going on in um, the United States. So in 1996, um, President Clinton awarded Fuller the Presidential uh, Medal of Freedom, the nation's highest civil honor for creating what you know today as Habitat International. 
That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. And can you maybe dispel, you know, um, some of the ideas that folks have around habitat? I think that one of the biggest ones is that habitat just gives away free homes. Can you talk more about what that process is and what the candidate really has to go through and what that means you know, to Habitat and to you personally, that you're not just giving a handout, but you're really giving that hand up. Oh, you, you that, that, that's the, the biggest term that Habitat uses. We provide a hand up, not a handout. And I can tell you, um, I have seen, um, I was part of another program, not a Habitat program, where somebody was actually provided a home for free and didn't have what we call the vested interest in it. And I can tell you that that program does not exist today because um, we believe that the um, the person did not have the vested interest. So Habitat's um, model is it's kind of um, broken out into three criteria. We want to substantiate the need for affordable housing. We want to be sure they have the ability to pay. And then we want them to have the willingness to partner. So if you start with substantiate the need, that is, do they actually qualify in the sense of, do they need a place to live? Are they living in overcrowded conditions? I can tell you some of the ones that I've witnessed firsthand is there's 10 people living in a two bedroom home with one bathroom. That's Those are overcrowded conditions. Um, we've had families living in hotels. That's not... Um, the greatest place to live. And that, that would be a family of four. Um, we've had families where the landlord doesn't take care of the home and there's mold and um, the daughter has uh, asthma and it continues to be a problem. So that's substantiating the need, the ability to pay. All of our partners pay a mortgage. Uh, we do provide down payment assistance, but their um, mortgage is made up of 30% of their gross monthly income, right? So do they have the ability to pay? Um, Then the willingness to partner. And this is the part that I really believe that Habitat, um, this is what makes the model work. First and foremost, we want to be sure that our partners um, are educated. Do they know what it is to have a budget? Um, do they know um, what it takes to um, plan? Because when you have a home, right, it's not just you have a home, but now 10 years from now, you might have something go wrong with that home and you have the means to take care of it. So there's financial literacy, there's home ownership classes, there's um, even classes dealing with conflict, as, as, may, as, as it may sound. Sometimes people um, say, oh, that habitat, they're just using you. They're not actually going to give you a home. Well, first of all, we don't give people homes. We uh, sell people homes. And um, there's a process. And that process is about 18 to 24 months. And that's going through um, getting financially qualified, what we call mortgage ready. And then from there, then you're aligned with a a house, uh, an address, and you're required to 
uh, provide 250 hours, sweat equity hours uh, per adult. Uh, the maximum for the household is 500 for, and that's for our affiliate. And then um, we want 100 of those hours to be worked on your home. So we also, um, we have a restore. Um, our restore is uh, what we is. It's like a resale shop. We're lucky that our restore, because of being here in the transportation hub, um, we have our restore is not just a donation center of used items. We look at ourselves more of like a um, like a clearance or an outlet center. This is our number one fundraiser. So our partners actually start and they get 25% of their hours done at our restore, right? So, and then from there, then there's other opportunities to build on other homes, to help in our offices. We have events, as you know, the uh, Will County Beer and Bourbon Festival, they come out and they help out there. So they're vested, they're, they're part of the program. And then what we wanna teach is that we want the program to thrive. We want it to be able to pay it forward to the next one. And what does that look like? Making sure that you take care of your home, right? Making sure that when the donors and the um, volunteers, uh, they drive by, they see that this is something that we were all part of and that we are taking care of it, taking care of it so that the program is still able to provide for the next. Yeah. I, and I love that. So it makes, you know, it really makes it so it's something that everyone is very proud of, right? Because you're putting so much work into this. It's so much uh, sweat equity, right? I yes. mean, to do the good work, it's not easy work whatsoever. Can you share um, some of your favorite experiences through Habitat, maybe some of the project that you've worked on and the impact that you've seen? Oh, yeah. Oh, there, there's many great stories. A lot of our partners are single family moms um, or single moms, should I say. And it's just interesting that when you see what difference you've made. Bridget, you might've remembered we were at First Look for Charity and um, uh, one of our partners, uh, her name is in Dr. Katerina Bell. And why I start with doctor is because um, she became, she got her doctorate, right? And uh, she shared with us at First Look for Charity, her story. And it really speaks to the power of Habitat, but it also speaks to the power of generations. And I can tell you, I used um, where, I, where I shared that she is the past, present and future of our affiliate. And what I meant by that was, let's go to the past. She uh, about, I want to say 15 years ago, became a Habitat partner. She found out about the program um, through uh, one of the schools here. And um, she was able to um, become a Habitat partner. In the 15 years, she paid off her home and then she decided to rent that home uh, to another mom who was living in a hotel with her two sons. She used the Habitat model to take to set up this mom in the same way that she was. So that talks about 
um, the past. Then um, the present is today. She's taking care or she's given the opportunity to this mom. And this would have not, uh, this mom would not have been able to get home on her own. She had already had bad credit. She, she just needed somebody to believe in her. And uh, Katerina did that. Then at the time, if, if you remember at that same first look for charity event, we had her son with us and she mentored him. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Um, she, she mentored, mentored him to be a Habitat partner and she's continuing today to mentor um, her niece who will also be a Habitat partner. But her great, her story is that she truly believed because she had an affordable mortgage she was able to pay for herself to go to school and to continue her education. And the best part is about a month ago, her son, Josh, stopped by the office and he is literally taking on the same path as his mother. He's going now to school um, where he is going to be a nurse practitioner and then he wants to get his doctorate. And that's where I said, I mean, I don't know, um, you know, this is uh, an, an, a nationwide um, podcast, but I want to tell you, um, they were living in what you would call the projects and and they gave, she came out of that and she just spoke in volumes. She loves to go out and tell her story because she says, if I can do it, you can do it too. And she was able to raise her two boys, become Dr. Katerina Bell. Um, and we couldn't be more proud of her. And she really believed that Habitat played into it. So that's one of the, the best stories that I that I could share with you. And again, because it's past, present and future. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I had the pleasure of meeting her um, when you had the first look in Chicago and she was there speaking to all of us that have done, you know, work with Habitat. And she's a real person put in the work you know, someone is a, that is a true model, right. Yes. For how habitat works. And it was, it was really beautiful um, to witness. Can I ask you, you know, Nicole, what is your day to day? Like, oh. <laughs> I oh. know it's a crazy question, <laughs> but you said you it's do all these things. So what does it look like for you working with habitat? It, it's the biggest juggling act ever. Um, so, so um the the affiliate or what Habitat is made up of is um, a, a retail store. So I'm over there, you know, seeing how our store is going. We're challenged right now because we have so much product coming in and we don't have a big enough store. And where do we put it? So that's uh, something that's on my radar right now of uh, dealing with. Then the best part and the most exciting part is that we are planning for December 20th, what we're calling um, the traveling home, uh, the traveling Christmas home dedication. We will be going to six um, different homes in three different communities, close doing home dedications, moving six families in before Christmas. So that's um, exciting. And what does that look like? You know, we're meeting with the press um, to get them involved, um, getting set up. We we all the invites because we have all the volunteers and all the donors that have been uh, a part of that. So that then there's, I mean, part of our day is also um, working with right now, we have a wait list of 80 um, people for homes and we're doing 13 a year. So 
that's a heavy part, right? Because we're trying to, we have to back to substantiate the need who gets, you know, the highest on the list because of the greatest need. So that that's a big, heavy part of um, working with the families and figuring out, you know, making big decisions um, for them um, based on time and you know, financial, our finances and that. So um, then of course, there's always the personnel, right? <laughs> we, we, we have 25 staff members that we um we work with continuously and then we have our construction um team right now we we just broke or made history where we did um concrete forums where they're um instead of using uh lumber the walls are actually made out of concrete and they would say it's kind of like large legos where they bring these styrofoam large um like I said, like Legos, and they fill in with concrete. So um, we just finished up with that. Um, so it's there's never a dull moment, right? We're 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 also we just started this morning talking about planning for our uh, beer and bourbon festival that's going to be on uh, May twentieth, um, which you and Jamie are such a great part of. Um, so like I said, there's there's never a dull moment. And then now, and how many um, events of uh, things that we uh, go to, you know, within the community, because the community is so um, wonderful about uh, supporting us. Uh, we were just recognized uh, at a chamber um, event for um, the work that we've done and how we have turned around the affiliate. And um, SICO, um also recognized us at their partnership breakfast and they highlighted one of our families that is um, coming in uh, that will be going in uh, on December 20th. That is so amazing. And it sounds like equally exhausting at the same (laughs) time. It can be, it 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 definitely can be, but you know, but here's the one thing for me, it's been so rewarding to be a part of the change and the growth and our word for uh, 2022 for our affiliate is we're evolving. You know, we're going through growing pains. We, we were building, like I said, one to two houses like five years ago. And now that you're doing 13, you know, it's processes, it's procedures, it's um, looking for more funding. It's um, it's all these things. But for me, it's so invigorating because you're just like, wow, what we've done and the people who we have been able to serve. Um, like I was saying, um, the single moms, when you, you meet them and you just know that this is just somebody who just needed a hand up. We, we had one mom um, that she did not believe until she actually got the keys to her home. She, she kept saying, this is too good to be true. This is too good to be true. And I mean, we, we are providing the dream of home ownership, right? And people just, you don't realize for, for a person who doesn't have stability and a person who doesn't have a home, you don't realize what that really means, right? I mean, one thing, what did we learn through COVID? Our homes are our safe place, right? And when they say shelter in place, and I, and I can tell you during COVID, I went to a hotel where there was a family of four and two of the children are in high school. The last place you want to be Zooming is in a hotel, right? I mean, that's, I mean, so you learn so much that your home is the place where you make your memories. Your home is your, your safe place. 
um, even learning responsibility. Um, we've had um, partners talk about, wow, I was living on my grandmother's uh, couch and I didn't realize until we moved into our Habitat home what it meant to where I, I have to take out the trash. I have to be responsible. I have to help my mom. You know, at my grandmother's, it was one thing, but I didn't really learn that responsibility until we were in our own home. Because when you're going from couch to couch, sometimes it, it, that part just doesn't come with it. So it makes us who have homes realize, you know, taking it for granted what a home really does mean in the, the, the bigger picture of life. Yeah, just really beautifully said and so important to create that safe and stable environment because I believe that a lot of your recipients do have children. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. The, the Almost all of them, I have to say. Um, we're, we're putting two veterans into homes um, on December 20th, and they're actually um, single, but the majority of them do have anywhere from two to four children. So, yeah. So, and, and again, you can understand as a parent, what do you want more for your child too, right? I mean, that, that's the biggest thing. Um, even some people that have lived in apartments, like some of the things that you don't even realize we had um, when I first started, we had a lady who we were taking her to um, home. She'd lived in an apartment all of her life and we were taking her to the home and we were getting ready to close. And we started going through with her, um, like just what it means to be a homeowner and you have to cut the lawn and you have to shovel the snow and you have to bring in the trash and you have to change the air filters. She was like, what, what? She, um, ultimately stayed in her apartment, right? Cause some people just don't know the work that goes into being a homeowner. So as much as you think it's, oh, it's glamorous. Everybody wants a home. Well, there's work that goes into it and you have to be ready for that too. So, I mean, the greatest gift with Habitat is it is an education process, right? She might have gone and bought that home on her own with nobody there with her and then might've had buyer's remorse or regrets, right? But because we teach them ahead of time to say, okay, what does it mean to be a homeowner? Um, we, we helped her, you know, for in, in her eyes, that's, you know, what, what was better for her. Uh, yeah. Not everyone wants all those extra, you know, responsibilities and, and that's okay. Right. Yeah. You know, totally. and that's okay. What is the process like, you know, once someone is selected to have a home built by Habitat, what does like how long is that process from A to Z? Yeah. Okay. So what for a recipient. Start, yeah. All right. So what we start out with is we start with an orientation and we invite the community to come to our orientation. Um, unfortunately, ours is closed right now because um, we have so many on our uh, waiting list. But um, the process would be you come to an orientation. At that orientation, you learn about where we build what the program is all about, what type of home we build, and what is the commitment to, to that, right? And that was back to the, the criteria of um, the ability to pay, substantiating the need, and um, the willingness to partner. So we have that orientation. Then you um, submit your fi financials 
And then we start going through the process of income qualifying. And then from there, so now, of course, you have to have a credit score. You um, have can't be bankrupt for two years. Um, are you able to save for a down payment? So once we start seeing that all of this um, is working in your favor and, it, and we're seeing that you're eligible, then the next piece is is to um, you, we take you to the board and we um, provide your story and we share the, your living conditions. And then if you have the ability to pay from there, the board approves you um, and then um, you're aligned with an address. And then that address, the homes are taken about um, anywhere from 12 to 18 months. So and what, what I say is the, the actual building takes us about a year. Our homes probably should only take about four months to build, but because we do it with um, volunteers, the process is longer. And each of our homes, if you also have to think, it's a fundraiser, right? So not only are we um, aligning um, the volunteers, but we the um, home itself, like let's say um, you have a corporation and you want to do a team building experience. Habitat is a great uh, avenue to do a team building experience. Um, we have uh, where corporations come out with um, 10 to 15 volunteers and they also bring a donation of $2,500. So you can see that the home, we use that as well. Uh, many of um, the material, a lot of the materials that are used on our homes are also donated. So it's through a process. So like I said, it takes about four months is what it should take, but it takes a little bit longer. And then when I said it's 12 to 18 months, because a lot of times you might get aligned with a home. And um, if we were in Florida, we could be building year round, right? But we have the mother nature here um, in the Chicagoland area, and um, we're only about six months. So you, you're always challenged with when you're able to break ground. So once you're aligned with an address, some of that has to do with, oh, we might not be able to break ground for another six months. So that kind of gives you the time. And, and, and it, the process is usually about 18 to 24 months, but right. Good things come to those who wait, right? Absolutely. And it's worth the wait because there is a lot of work. I know that I've seen, you know, that's done between step A to, to step Z. And one of those important things was something you just mentioned, and that is fundraising. You know, you would not be able to build anyone a home if you don't have the the cash, to, the money behind you to actually do it. Right? right. And I know that some of the creative things that at least, you know, um, the habitat here locally has done is um, everything from you've got the Habitat store, which is fantastic. I know I have pieces in my home that I have purchased from there that I'm very proud when people come into my home and say, I love that painting. I'm like, you know what? I got it from the Habitat store and yeah. it's not expensive and it's beautiful, you know? Yeah. Um, but that other, the other thing, and, and I would love to chat about it just for a moment is your big festival that you had. I know you had the first one last year because um, it is very special and it was a lot of fun. And folks, it rained like hats and dogs. It was such a shitty day outside. <laughs> However, people still came out in droves. So yes. oh, I want to talk a bit about your festival. That I, I will have to tell you. So um, the gift here is Bridget's husband, Jamie Albert. I have to tell you. So 
um, I brought up um, the words, the power of connection and what Habitat does there. And I was at a dance competition and I uh, went up to the bar and there was this nice gentleman sitting next to me and um, we started talking and um, his daughter and my daughter were dancing with the same dance company. And I asked him what he did. And he told me he owned Will County Brewing. And I said, Oh, I'm with um, Habitat. And I said, it's funny that you say that. I said, there is a um, promotion that Habitat does that is called the house that beer built. And I just learned about it and it um, encompasses the breweries, the crafted breweries. I said, you know what I'm going to do? I said, I'm going to do a little bit of research on this and I'm going to find out if this is something that maybe um, I would present to you and see if you would want to be a part of. He goes, oh my gosh, I would love that. So at the time we had an AmeriCorps position. We had um, a gentleman who was working with us. um, And if you know anything about AmeriCorps, that is like a year of service um, that they um, get a stipend. Uh, but they're actually volunteering for us for a year. Um, and, and what the benefit is, is it's to grow the capacity of the affiliate. And at the same time, they're able to grow their experience. Um, so one of the projects I put them on is I said, I want you to reach out to other Habitat affiliates that have put on the house that beer built. And through that, um, I want you to find out the good, bad, and the ugly, um, and maybe to help us determine if we should do this. So he put a whole PowerPoint presentation together. And after I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, shared it with Jamie. There were some videos and Jamie says, well, yeah, I'm part of the Will County Brewers Guild. I can get to all of these brewers and ask them to be a part of it. So you could just imagine for us who fundraise, right? So just imagine when I first start, I don't really know people in the community, right? So I'm driving around and I'm looking at all these different corporations and that that might want to support Habitat. But now think about this. Jamie Albert is sitting with all of the people that we would need to be a part of this house that Beer built. So from there, it was like he said, yes, he was on board and he provided the gift to our affiliate to open the door and make all these introductions, right? One person, ding, right? I got the emails, I got the people. So it's just, it's amazing that it's really the people that that make the difference. And Jamie was that. And then we get to, my husband has this beer and bourbon uh, or this uh, bourbon club, right? 75 guys that, Bridget was like, what do these guys do? What are- oh my God. When I first met them, I'm like, what are you all doing here in your backyard drinking this bourbon? But they're a lot of fun and they really stepped up for this event for sure. And yeah. it was just a beautiful thing to see. And I'm so happy that I was able to reach into my connections as well with the bourbon. Yeah. Oh, it was because that, that so, flyers. Right. So from there it goes. So mm-hmm. This, it's this bourbon club. And then it's like, okay, now we got to get bourbon. And if we didn't have Bridget, because I can tell you, we started on our own trying to get connections with um, the, the bourbons. And it goes, again, you have to have the right person at the home helping you. And that was, it became the beer and bourbon festival because of Jamie and Bridget. That, yeah, that's- it was a lot of fun. We can't <laughs> wait to do it again, really. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, and, 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 
it was such a great event because it's the crafted beer. You're tasting um, all of the crafted beers. You're tasting the bourbons. We also had um, that day our women's build event where we had a hundred women come out and they were constructing the walls to one of our homes. Mm -hmm. So they, so, so our whole goal with this event was for you to have a great time supporting Habitat, knowing that you were building a home for a veteran because that's um, was a big part. That's why we do it in May. And then the other part was that you actually got to see what Habitat was all about because we actually built the, the frames uh, to the home, to one of our homes right there on, on the premise. So you, you knew that when you came to event, because a lot of times the events are go on and they say, oh, um, proceeds go to this charity. Well, proceeds, this went to building one of our homes, this whole yeah, event. It was incredible. And we Just were able incredible. to do yeah, and we were able to raise enough money specifically for that house through that Isn't event. That's something. And it when is. people showed up and it was rainy and windy and disgusting out and people were still showing up and smiling and having a great time because the community just wanted to do some good. And what I can imagine is that Habitat is doing this, you know, across the country, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. Do you, do you have any idea how many homes that Habitat builds a year? I know this. I've I've been told that like every 30 seconds, um, a family is being put into a home across the world. So um, I don't have exactly the specific numbers on what they're building a year. I can always get that for you. Right. Um, but um, but I, I can say this. I know in um, like in our area alone, in the Chicagoland area, this area, we're all probably doing 30, probably 70 homes a year. Wow. Yeah. So, um, from, for just th th this, like I said, Chicagoland area, um, our affiliates doing 13. So, um, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and, and you, we, we wish we could do more. We, we, mm -hmm. we, you know, the timing is a lot of it and funding. Right. So, right, right. um, that, that plays uh, a big part of it, but you know, Bridget, the one thing I have to say, I mean, Habitat wasn't like my charity, right? Like, oh, I, 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 as I said, I had a board member who came and talked to me about being a part of it. But the one thing that I have learned that is so valuable about Habitat from, you know, there's times that you say you give, but then what do you get out of it as well? So many charities and not to take from any charity, but a lot of times you raise money and sometimes you don't even really see or you know, you don't really know where does that money actually go to, right? Because you don't actually see it. We know it's funding a mission or we know it, it, it's funding research or we know it's doing something. But with Habitat, from the groundbreaking to the house being built, to the family moving in, getting the keys, the home dedication, and then one year, five years, 10 years, 30 years, you can drive by that home and say, I was a part of that. Right. Every time you're going to drive by Black Road, the Black Road House, right? Um, that's that the Beer and Bourbon Festival funded. Jamie worked on it um, last weekend, right? You're going to drive by there every time and you're going to go, I was a part of that. And you're going to know that you made a difference for LaVonda and her daughter. And you're going to be reminded every day of the great work that you did because you're actually going to see it. It is so tangible. It is so tangible and you get to meet the recipient as well, which was such a wonderful, fun 
and very moving, you know, experience. You know, if if any of our listeners would like to get involved in Habitat, you know, um, either to donate to or to volunteer time to Habitat in their communities, what is their first step? Um, well, you can go to um, Habitat.org. That would be the Habitat International site. And if you go to that site, you can find out within your community where there's a Habitat affiliate. So that would be you, uh, the, the first place to start. You can donate there um, as well. I mean, we also say volunteers are um, as important to us as our bank account, right? Those volunteers we need um, because that's what makes the um, the housing that we do or that we provide affordable because we um, the labor is all donated and um, that plays a big part into it. So if you go to Habitat.org, you can learn there um, more about Habitat and, and then more importantly, how you can get involved because you could be, um, you, you know, if you're looking for a way to utilize your talents, Right. If you're a realtor, if you're a lawyer, if you're if you want to bake. Right. We we we, we say um, for our affiliate, we need to fuel the volunteers. Right. We got to We got to have lunch uh, for the volunteers, coffee in the morning, especially if it's cold. Right. Uh, donuts. They need a little granola bar, you know, to keep their energy up because our buildings uh, normally go from eight to three. So that's where where there's always something. If you. um like for our events, if you want to be just somebody to take tickets when you come in or you want to help set up at one of our events, we have a Women Build event. We have the Will County Beer and Bourbon Festival. We have the Homes for Hounds. Would you believe they're building dog houses? Um, but it gives you an idea of what it means, of, of how to build a smaller version of a home. And then all of those uh, dog houses are auctioned off at our restore. We have Tinsel and Teenies where there's 300 women come and they uh, they it's just kind of like a fun girls night out. But these are all ways to get involved. Be a board member. Um, be a part of just come out and be part of construction. We have we have about 20 ongoing volunteers and this is kind of like they've made it their part time job and um, their compensation is the feel good for what they're able to do. But they come out two to three times a week and build on our homes. So, I mean, it, it's it's a real gift uh, for what we're able to do. It sure is. Oh my goodness, Nicole, I want to thank you on behalf of the Served Up family for taking, you know, some time with me today to share your experience with Habitat for Humanity, your passion behind it. But I also want to thank you for your time, your energy, and the work that you personally do to do good for others. Thank you. So yeah. I just want to recognize and, and to really to validate what an important person that you are to the community that I live in. And I know to your family and you are truly um, just a, a, a wonderful representation of what Habitat is. And so thank you. Oh, really. so touching, Bridget. And Bridget, you're a big part of helping us. So you know how much we appreciate it as well. Well, and, and I also want to just wish you a whole lot of peace and some yes. good health during this holiday season. So cheers to you, Nicole. Yes. Cheers to you as well. Thanks for listening. Served Up is brought to you by Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits. Produced by Zunu.online. Music 
by We Kill the Lion can be found on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe to be notified of future served up episodes. Cheers. <laughs>